Ladies and gentlemen, he's the samurai of student ministry, the networking ninja, a Jedi master of church budgets, the beast from the southeast, the next-gen nerd himself, CJ! What's up, my nerds? Welcome back to the show where we talk nerdy and we talk ministry. Today we've got a couple guests. I'll introduce them here in a little bit. Before I do, I want to remind you guys, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Give us a great five stars and a wonderful review so that others can find the podcast. Uh, you can comment on our Facebook page, Next Gen Nerd, or uh, if you want to share the podcast easy, you can share them nextgennerd.com or any, any podcast uh, platform that's out there. There's a good chance we're on it. Well, today I've got uh, my buddies John and Red. Say hello, boys. Uh, John, also known as J Money. Um, I'm going <laughs> to kill this podcast, so here I am. Yes, that's what we call him. It's J Money. J Money. Everyone says it. That's what you're in my phone as. <laughs> it is now. It is now. It is now. It is now. And I'm Red. And like the color, like the color, like the color, uh, and uh, and and so we're gonna be talking about uh, I am Legend. So what I what I did is is I've done in the past. I'll print out a list of topics and then hand them out, and people go, "Yeah, I want to talk about these things." And both of you guys said I am Legend, uh, which is great because uh, I'm a big fan of post apocalyptic movies. I know that you are as well. Read at the mm-hmm. bottom, you wrote anything post apocalyptic. I'm in on even Hunger Games. Yes, yeah, wow. which is kind of related to. Has a tie into our movie today. No, yeah. it does not. It does. It does. That's a lie. It does. So, uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what we're talking about today. So, like most of our episodes, we'll start with talking about uh, why we love this this nerd topic uh, and uh, you know what makes it great to us. And uh, then we'll talk a little bit about um, uh, a ministry tie-in, and then we'll come back and do some uh, kind of some rapid-fire questions like, what do you guys what do you guys think about this, or what would you do? Anyways. Uh, it's like kind of what would you do kind of thing we'll do at the end. So let's start talking about I Am Legend, which was released in 2007, uh, and uh, it had a budget of 150 million and made 585 gross worldwide. I deserved it. Deserved it. Uh, yes, one of Will Smith's uh, last great movies. One of his last great movies. Yeah. He's had, he's had a few hits since then, but I mean, like he's had some some duds too. But is that an iRobot? That I, listen, I love me some iRobot. Don't you throw shade at iRobot. iRobot. Yes. I, it was good. It was good. Uh, After Earth? No, I'm kidding. That was terrible. <laughs> that was uh, the worst movie ever made. <laughs> the worst movie Shark Tales? ever made. Uh, listen, I, I, I'll <laughs> watch Shark Tale before I watch, uh, before I watch Amen. After Earth again. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Although there was a really good line in After Earth about fear. That was probably my favorite line in any movie. Like, it was such a good quote. It did not belong in that movie. <laughs> but uh, Should have been in a Mel Gibson movie. It, it should have been in a different movie. But it, he, he, had, he was telling his son um, that fear is not real. It's something that we imagine. It's it's danger that hasn't happened yet. Mm. And I thought that was, you know, it's a pretty good, like danger is real, right? Like it's something that's in front of you, but fear is just something that hasn't even happened. It's in your yeah. head. Mm. And so I thought that was a really good line. But other than that, that movie is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty jank, pretty jank. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so I am legend. Uh, those that are unfamiliar with the plot, seriously, this movie came out 15 years ago. Uh, wow. You should have watched it by now. Uh, it's on HBO Max. I found that out today because I was going to go back and watch some clips, had to check some things out. Uh, and so if you want to watch it, it is streaming there. Is it streaming I also Rose? found out uh, that there's a ripoff on YouTube of someone with her camcorder on this TV screen the whole time. So if you guys want to check that out, it's a free version. 
You yes. Not, you not have Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you forget your login information at work. And there you go. That's where I was watching it too at work. No. Um, uh, so yeah. So uh, the 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 general premise is that uh, there is a wonderful cancer killing drug that's made, but it uh, transforms a pop a percentage of that population that takes it into these. Uh, they're not I, zombies. They're not zombies. No, they're um, not vampires either. They're not vampires either. Uh, they vampires. Zampires. Well, actually, the xenocytes is one of the words that they use to describe them. Mm-hmm. Uh, night seekers? Was that the word that he used to call them? The night seekers? Something like that. Or night stalker, crawler, some, something. Stalker. Something. Something. Uh, so, but they're they're not your, they're definitely not your, your typical zombie. Uh, so, some things that make them different. Um First off is the sensitivity to light. You know, we don't see that in a lot of... That's why they're kind of like vampires. Kind of like vampires, yep. Uh, And then um, they also uh, are intelligent, very intelligent. Mm -hmm. Um, So what's really interesting, in some of my research today, there was a movie that came out in the 70s called The Omega Man, which was based on... It was used in the same book that this one was based on. And what's really funny is I was picking on some of the choices that they made in that movie with Charlton Heston. And then when I was reading the synopsis of the book, it was actually much closer to that. So the Omega Man, uh, 1970s, uh, Charlton Heston in all his glory. Uh, the difference is there is instead of him being a scientist looking for a cure, he's a hoarder that is just taking all the food and supplies he can possibly find and taking it back to his place so he can enjoy the end of the world. Mm. Uh, and then uh, the vast majority of people have died except for a small portion the night stalkers or the zemocytes or whatever, and they actually are like vampires. They're like they're like legit like vampires. And the same with the book. The book said that like uh, you know you'd kill them with a stake to the heart. They're you know no garlic or things like. That. So it really was vampires. Uh, but these were like you're like 1970s black vampires with robes and big afros, and uh, it was uh, it blade. Yes, fantastic. Um, uh, and then uh, in the Charlton Heston version. Um, uh, he is saved by a group of freedom fighters that are trying to save other people. Gotcha. Uh, and so uh, it's different, um, of course, in I Am Legend because he is a scientist who's looking for a cure. Uh, he's trapped on um, on in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and then towards the end of the movie, he comes across other survivors. And so um, what did I miss? What are your favorite parts of the movie? You go, these are the things I remember. These are the things that, that stick out to me, pieces of the story that... that you want to share the Mustang at the beginning. The Mustang that is definitely the best scene. John, what are you driving in? A Mustang. The Mustang. Do you ever drive with like a, an assault rifle at your window, chasing deer? <laughs> uh, I sometimes on the weekends. On the weekends, okay. With All my right. Redneck friends. Very nice. Very nice. It reminds me of uh, the deer you showed me this morning, Red. Yeah, was, uh, a yeah. Scene in That's I'm... definitely not one I want to shoot, though. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not one I want to shoot. Um, yeah. Um, I, I I think it's interesting that the zombie like. A typical zombie has like very, I don't know, the characteristics are, are of a dead creature, um, yeah. you know, something that just doesn't think, doesn't doesn't maneuver like something that's lifelike. Where in in this movie, in this movie, um, they are they're not dead. They're they're very much alive. Um, the idea that he's trying to cure them is yeah. is, is, is is you know real proof in that that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, these are creatures that are sick. You know, they don't, you know, they're obviously they're, they look like zombies and, you know, they move like vampires, but they are sick. Not to get political, but when the COVID vaccine came out, <laughs> the first thing I thought of was I am legend. <laughs> well, it, it's it's interesting because when I was doing some, some research, they were saying, they were drawing a connection to AIDS uh, uh, that, yeah, that, yeah. that, you know, it's not, 
you know, they're not monsters or whatever else. There's this disease that, that needs to be needs to be cured. And, yeah, they're not um, monsters. They're just people that eat other people. They're just people that eat For other fun. people. They're on bath salts. Yes. <laughs> There's no difference, really. Yeah, so uh, it's definitely different than your typical zombie movie. I think it, it's still trying to hit that piece, though, because he, he begins thinking that they're just monsters. You yeah. know, he, he begins thinking that they're, they're brainless, uh, but we obviously see that they are... Um, they're smarter than than they get credit for. Yeah, especially um, with that alternate ending. Especially with the alternate ending, it yes. Is. Which we're going to get to that, which is it should be the primary ending, but it's, it was the alternate. No, ending. it's definitely the worst possible ending. I don't know. We'll get back. we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get that in a little <laughs> bit. Uh, all right. So um, I want to say this: What is you guys' favorite part from the? You said the Mustang was that your favorite part? Him driving through and and shooting the deer. It's one of my favorite parts. I think the most juiciest part is when Sam dies. Oh, yeah, 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 which was listed as one of the saddest moments by some internet poll Gosh, of any movie it's ever. It's got to be. I mean, it's, especially when... It's definitely up there. Yes. Uh, definitely. I don't there. even like dogs, and that got me. So, yeah, uh, it's Backstory, um, I was actually seven years old when I saw that movie. It was the first, like, big people movie. Oh, yeah? But we all went together. I think it was, like, Christmas, and I was in third grade, and... Did uh, your dog die, like, the week before? No, we had just got my dog, and his name was Sammy, and he was a German Shepherd that looked exactly like Sam. And nice. I'm sitting there in the movie theater, bawling my eyes out. I believe it because uh, <laughs> it's the first time I cried. <laughs> did I? Did I? Did you, did you try to bite him? Just my dog, see, just to see if it, you know, if he turns. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but um, yeah, no, it was really depressing um, for a, a little kid. Um, oh yeah, it's the first time I think I had ever cried in a movie, and uh, well, that'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, yeah, so that's a, your favorite part. Good. No, cool. no. I think it's the juiciest part. The juiciest. The okay. Juiciest. All right. That is that is a way to describe it. <laughs> that is. Fred, that is. what about you? So I actually think my favorite part of that movie is after that part. Um, it shows, like, the human side mm. uh, in, you know, the need for having a companion where Will Smith, well, I guess his name's Robert, right? Robert Neville. Yep, yep. Um, Robert walks into the uh, blockbuster which is kind of funny that that, that was yeah but, uh, yes yeah that is a good scene you know he walks to the blockbuster and he and you know he begs the mannequin to talk just talk, just say something just say hi to me and it just <laughs> kind of just shows like that human side that or that that human need for you know having to it's talk going to one wacko. another so, mm. yeah. you know that was probably my favorite scene and and throughout the movie little drops of that yeah you know little drops of that of him walking in saying hi to Fred the mannequin and um, do you really think that would happen to you? You think that would happen to you if you're all alone in a city that you would just start talking to mannequins? Um, I think Maybe. it would. I think it would. I think that you know either mannequins or yourself. Yeah. I mean, you're. I mean, look. I mean, or a can we, volleyball can we, that you got a bloody handprint on. That yeah. You call Wilson something. Yeah, and uh, you know, um, a lot of times these guys will do research on the film, and you know, before they do the film, and they talk to people that have been isolated for a long period of time, and I'm pretty sure that's a, a common thing that they'll say is, uh, yeah. you know, you start. You yeah, start, like Wilson. You, yeah, you start yeah. finding to make connections, even if they're not real. Yeah. Um, Will Smith said he talked to um, uh, prisoners who were in solitary, uh, and just said like, "How do you how do you deal with how do you deal with that?" And and those were some of the the things that they had told him. Well, it's funny that you mentioned mannequins because my favorite part of the movie for the longest time I thought I made up in my head <laughs> in the scene when the. Uh, uh, Zemocytes or whatever when they set the trap for him and he's going across yeah, and, yeah, and he yeah. sees the mannequin. It looks I, at him. I don't care. It looks at him. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. <laughs> I thought it looked at him and it freaked me out. And I was like, but it's a mannequin. The mannequins, several of the mannequins in the movie were actually mimes and it does turn and look at him. 
And if you watch the other no. scenes, yes, I'm not lying, dude. Yeah, because I always thought I looked at him too. It does. It yeah, turns it look. It's very, it's very subtle. But they they put mimes in place of some of those mannequins, and so you'll kind of see them move a little bit. Uh, which was wow. which, which played, why did they just put the mannequin there? That like, makes me feel a lot better because like I could have sworn it moved, it's creepy, but then it becomes man. a mannequin. You know, like he shoots the mannequin, so yes. then you're like, well, it's clearly a mannequin. But. <laughs> but like, but for the longest time, I thought I made that up in my head, and then yeah. I was doing research, and they were like, oh no, it definitely looks at him, and wow. I was like, and so I read that, and, and I was in the youth room, and and so I'm like fast forwarding to find the part, and I see it, and I just start losing my mind, and Charles like, what are you doing? I go, come look at this, and she's like, I don't, I don't understand. I go, no, look at his head moves, and she didn't see it the first time. But second, she's like, oh, it definitely moves. It definitely moves. Like, yes, it does. Yeah, that yeah. freaked me yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's a couple of scenes in that movie where Gosh, they really so do good. get you. Where they, yes. they, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of jump a little bit. And I, I normally don't jump in there. When he's, when he's, <laughs> when he's clearing the building. Yeah, when he's clearing yeah. the building. Um, that's where you get mad at the dog. That movie makes me feel so manly. Yeah? It makes me want to be on an island all alone and survive with my dog. <laughs> well, yeah, on that... Um, I think that's why I like post-apocalyptic movies is the, uh, you know, my favorite part of each one is the, the, the survival mm, aspect yeah. of it. And like, you know, um, most, uh, most doomsday movies have like, if it's a good doomsday movie, it'll have a good portion of the movie where, um, it's survival. Yeah. It's all survival. And or playing shows, golf on the you know, top of a, what was it? Was he on a ship? It was an airplane. Oh, an airplane. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. that, that's one of my, I, I think that this movie did a really good job at that. Um, showing how he, you know, set up his house and, uh, you know, where he would have to secure it and he would have to go find food during the day. Like, I think they did a really good job at that. Um, I know some of the critics, I was kind of reading up on it, some of the critics had said that what they didn't like about the movie is the ending. Yeah. How they they did such a good job. On their real ending? Both, but that they did such a good job um, in the beginning, mm -hmm. like laying the story out. And then at the end, it just kind of just falls off and kind of comes to an end too quickly. But, yeah. but like, that's kind of, I think any doomsday movie, yeah. I, can, I can say the same thing. Like, I don't, I can't think of a that's doomsday true. movie where I watch it and I go, you know, I'm good. Like there's some closure there. Like, you know, they did a good job wrapping that up. Like I, I don't, I can't think of one. I always thought that they should have made a second one of I am legend. Yeah. But they screwed up with that alternate ending where they kind of like, well, I guess we're kind of keep on going back to that. But well, it's, yeah, yeah, we can talk about the alternate ending. Um, but they were uh, they actually had plans to do both a sequel and a prequel uh, that they were going to have more of the infection spreading. They were going to do that. Um, Why didn't they do it? Money. Money, but didn't they make so much money from this? Well, they made money on this, but that was worldwide gross. That opening weekend, it was not as as good as they would have wanted it to be. So, you, I mean, you, I wonder what came out that weekend, like, did, or what was? Out I think it was Christmas. Time. Yeah, it was, it was a Christmas. It was a Christmas time movie. Uh, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. There you go. We can, <laughs> we can like add the to the list. Uh, yes, and Gremlins. <laughs> um, but uh, but let's talk about the alternate ending. So the, the actual ending, the canonical ending, is that um, spoiler alert. Fast forward if you really if you haven't seen the movie. But seriously, who who listens to an episode when they haven't seen the movie? Um, <laughs> uh, he sacrifices himself, gets the cure to the the woman and the kid that he finds or that finds him uh, towards the end of the movie, and sacrifices himself so that um, by. A fragment grenade. Yes, M two O. It was an M two O three grenade. Was that what he had in his I hand? I think so. Yeah. And uh, and so that was the the actual ending. Actual ending. And they erected a statue to him because he de developed the cure. He found the cure for the virus. Uh, and then they have the alternate ending, which you don't like. The alternate ending. You want to tell the alternate ending in however you want to tell it. Well, you know, I think the self sacrifice at the end kind of makes it like a commendable kind of ending. Okay. Well, I guess both. 
endings are commendable, but it's like, wow, he sacrificed himself to get this, you know, this, this thing done. Um, but you know, the, the second ending, the zombie or whatever you want to call it, um, it's the alpha is what they, they list him as. The, on the that's IMDb. right. That's right. Right. The, the alpha, which is like me, I guess I can relate to him. You can J uh, money, J <laughs> money, the alpha, everyone knows it. Uh, you can listen to my music on SoundCloud. Um, <laughs> on the second, on the second ending, um, the zombie end up, uh, ends up showing emotion. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, I can't remember the whole thing, but he draws like a heart or something like that. On so I, I had to watch the ending, the actual ending this time because I remember the um, the alternate ending more. And so in both endings, he's pounding the glass and it makes a butterfly. It makes a butterfly. That's right. That's right. And so Not in in the alternate ending, he he though does trace that butterfly. And the difference is is that in the actual ending, there's a butterfly tattoo on the lady's neck. That's right. And That's in right. the alternate ending, there's a butterfly tattoo on the alpha female uh, zematocyte's neck or, or whatever. And so he was trying to tell him like she's mine, like she's. Oh, that's right. There was a there was a butterfly on the on the on the chick. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, critics were saying that they liked that second ending because it tied back into that that humanizing of those that were struggling with the virus because it because at the beginning he says um, when he comes out into the sunlight when when he steals the alpha female he says oh they've given up on their survival instincts well that wasn't it at all he was coming out because he wa- that was his that was his female yeah. that was that was his 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 love and so they were saying that that, that tied that back in there uh, I also I, I mean, think I think for me I just didn't like the whole trying to show human emotion to these things. I just wanted them to be these bad monsters and Will Smith wins at the end. Yeah, that's, you know? that's very American of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have another you know, emotions. Like, what is this? Uh, I was in third grade, you know, looking I, at this thing. And I mean, I, I, I can I mean, I can get that. I see that. I see that. But, too, um, the the – the actual ending, it felt like it was filled with so much despair. Like, yeah, there's that 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 hope of that cure, but Will Smith's dead, Sam's dead. Um, you know, that's what makes it juicy. That's what makes it juicy. And, and maybe that's just that you know, everybody dies. Yeah, everybody dies. <laughs> but honestly, though, it makes you like, wow, there's got to be another, you know, another sequel to this. Yeah. Well, that that brings me. That's 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 a good transition into and kind of where I wanted to go ministry wise. So the vast majority of this movie, he's by himself. Um, this is going by himself, you know, uh, all alone. Uh, and my, I had, that's why I had to go back and rewatch it because my initial memories of it were that he wanted to be alone, but he was actually trying to communicate, trying to communicate. Uh But, um, regardless, he's alone. Uh, and what's really interesting is he doesn't actually find the cure until there's somebody else there with him, which I thought was interesting. You know, like he had been doing all that research. It wasn't until she showed up and then, oh, look, there's this progress. Oh, dude, you know, Sorry, I completely forgot about the the woman. Like that's like the half of the movie. It's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back to you. But now. keep on going. Okay. <laughs> so sitting at this table are three guys whose personalities can very quickly cause us to isolate to get things done. You know what I mean? Like I was thinking, like like that's that's all three of us can do that. Things need to get done. We're going to get them done. We isolate. Mm-hmm. We also are very good too, though, at understanding our need for companionship, need for collaboration, things like that. Yeah. Uh, and so, so my thought is, my, my my question is this, or the topic is this: is um, how do we prevent ourselves from isolating, even if it's for a good reason? You know, 
my initial remembrance of I Am Legend was that he was isolating himself to find the cure, um, but that wasn't the case. Um, but even still for us, what do we do to prevent ourselves from, from isolating? What do we do to prevent ourselves from, from lone gunning it, you know, from, from being the lone ranger? What, what do we do uh, to help with that? What are you guys' thoughts there? Well, I think uh, the church answer is to be a part of the church. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it's simple, you know. Um, uh, definitely, you know, being by yourself is not how God intended creation to be. You know, you look at uh, the, you know, the creation story. We always go back to that. You know, the first time that God says that something isn't good is when he sees Adam alone, you know, and then he creates a helper for him. Right. And so, you know, human, um, the human race isn't, isn't designed to be by ourselves. We're not designed to be um, like snakes, you know, living in the wilderness all by ourselves with no help. Um, we're designed to collaborate together. Mm-hmm. And I think when we are together, we can accomplish so much more. And so, um, you know, God ordaining the church when he leaves for us to be together, to be a body of believers uh, gathered in Christ's name. Um, I just think, you know, like being a part of, of your local church, like if you're not part of if you're a believer, and, uh, you know, nowadays it's very easy to, to sit by yourself and watch church online, watch, mm-hmm. you know, watch yeah. uh, Stephen Furtick or whatever you might have you on this on a Sunday morning. But um, and, yeah, you know, you might be getting some theology out of that or, or you might be getting a message that might be getting you through the week. But but I think there's something deeper than just getting a sermon on okay. Sunday. I think I think it's it's deeper of, of being together with with a family and and, uh, you know, I, I say the the time I grew most as a Christian was on small group yeah, and not, you know, not on a Sunday morning. Right. Right. Um, I think the most times I get burnt out are on starting the Sunday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, I, I, I hear you there. I hear you there. Well, what do you think, ma'am? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it definitely paints a picture, you know, the idea of community church, it paints a picture of what life is going to be like in eternity and, or, you know, in heaven for eternity. Um, you know, we're not going to be there alone. We're not going to be there. Like mm-hmm. it, it is, a, it is a very, um, you know, God says be fruitful and multiply. Like his, his, his entire plan was to fill, fill spaces yeah. and fill gaps. And, and so, um, you know, yeah, I mean, some things that we naturally want to do is, uh, you know, when things go bad, the enemy is very good at telling us that we're the only ones that, that are going through it. We're yeah. the only ones that are suffering. We're the only ones that sin that way. Yeah. We're the only ones that have that problem. And so he's very good at, um, he's, you know, he's very good at telling us that be- before we sin, he's very good at telling us that everybody's doing it. That's good. And then when we sin, he's very good at telling us we're the only one that's doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so, um, he, he, he purposely tries to isolate us, you know, us from everyone else so that we can't make those connections so that we can't, uh, bear each other's burdens. Um, yeah. so we can't be the church. Like, um, Satan knows that he can't defeat Jesus. He knows he can't defeat God. Mm. Yeah but he can attack his bride. It's true. And so, you know, um, uh, there's, there's good times to isolate ourselves. Like, you know, to like preachers like to go on sabbaticals. It's a right. fancy word for saying I got to get away and go on vacation. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, yeah, I agree. But, yeah. um, you know, there's good times for rest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, often Jesus would go out to the wilderness to, yep. to do his thinking. Mm-hmm. He'd have to get away. Um, but he also went out to the wilderness to be tempted too. So, you know, there's, there's just times where, uh, we have to surround ourselves with good people to, to let us know when we're isolating ourselves for the wrong reasons and then isolating. And then sometimes there's people in our lives that are saying, Hey, you need to get away. 
Mm. You know, you need to go get some rest and then you need to come back renewed and refreshed and recharge your battery. So, um, there's a time and place, Yeah, yeah. but definitely it's not the time to, uh, you know, to be alone for the rest of our human lives. You know, absolutely not. Absolutely not. For seasons. Let's look at it from another angle. Let's say, um, so that was a lot of, you know, we're talking about relationally isolating ourselves. What about, I mean, we're, we are three guys who, who work in ministry, work hard, um, and we can say we want to do this our way, and so <laughs> we can take projects on our own because I'm yeah, going to yeah. do it my way. Yeah. How do we how do we protect ourselves from doing that? How do we protect ourselves from uh, isolating that way and going? I'm just going to do it because I know how I want it to get done, and it's not going to be done that way if I let someone else have it. We all know that that's not the way it needs to be done. So, what do you guys think? How do oh, yeah. we? <laughs> that that was your original question. My bad. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, listen, listen, I. It is another page of the same question. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I am naturally one to do that. Um, you know, over the years you get let down so much. Yeah, you tend to just rely on yourself to do those things, and um, yeah. sometimes it's okay. Uh, you know, sometimes there are things that it's just it's your job to get done. Yeah, but oftentimes it's not. Um, oftentimes that we need to be put our we need to put ourselves in positions to where we allow people to speak in not only to our lives, but into our project so that, that they can have a, because everyone has a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And so everybody has a different point of view. And um, so to allow other people to speak into our lives and to speak into whatever we're working on, um, it will only help. Yeah. What gets in the way of that is pride. Mm. It's never bad ideas. (laughs) Like, you know, somebody might be very well intended, very come in and have a horrible idea, but, um, oftentimes it's pride that stops us from listening and, 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 and hearing them out and hearing their advice. Or even just a lack of trust, which I think c- could stem from pride. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, not being able to, um, I think, you know, for me, what I've struggled with is I'm like, are they going to do it the right way? Or am I going to have to come back and fix this later? And so I'll go ahead and just do it myself. But really it's just a lack of me trusting that individual and, um, I think sometimes you just kind of have to let them take it first to see how they, you know, they run with whatever they're running with. And, and then you can come back and teach them later, but it really comes back from, you know, you have to at least pass the baton first. Mm-hmm. Yes. Before. That was actually the word I was, it was, I was thinking of yeah. is we are, we are not sprinters. We are, you know, we run relays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, we are trying to set up the next guy for success and then hand that off. So yeah, you're absolutely right there. And two, I had heard a wise guy say on Sunday uh, that just because you see it from your perspective, it may not be the best perspective. Uh, I wonder so, who said that. Sounds like a really smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a really but smart I mean, guy. but it's true. You know, there are things that I I, I want to do it like this way. This is the way that I think needs to be done. <laughs> this is the way I think it needs to be done. And if I hand it off to somebody else, they may do it a different way. Well, it, from their perspective, they may go, "That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why we do it that way? It yeah. makes more sense for us to do it this way." Um, and, uh, and so it's, it's helpful to, to, to know that and see that. So, yeah. Well, cool. Well, let's uh, jump into our, uh, our kind of our round table as we kind of put ourselves in the shoes of the main characters of this movie. <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys some questions. Gotcha. Uh, and so, uh, and we're going to start, uh, with John J money. I think J money. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Will Smith had, had Sam, his dog. What is your perfect companion Sam. There, Sam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Well, the only thing I didn't like about Sam 
and this is not like sexist at all, is that it was a female dog. And uh, I wish it was a male dog because I could have related to it, to it more because I had the male dog named Sam. Uh, okay. Oh, so you were so, mad when he said Samantha? Yeah, I was like, oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it look, I'm telling you right now, it looked identical to my dog. Okay. Up. Yeah. All right. All right. Right over to you. I forgot the question. <laughs> uh, your 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 ideal companion. Your ideal oh, companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could yeah, be yeah. an animal companion. Say it could be a human Say companion. Well, yeah. So um, Amber. Yeah, I would definitely have rather have spent that movie with my wife, <laughs> not, not a dog. Um, however. I would not send my wife into a building to clear. <laughs> would she chase a tennis ball in there so is the question. Dumb you? idea. Dumb idea. Dumb idea. Yeah. You go ahead. Go ahead and see what's up. Go see what's up. Not, um, you know, to go on a little tangent here, but um, I used to train dogs. And uh, you, I would, never, right. I would never train dogs with a tennis ball mm. because there were countless stories of police dogs that were trained with tennis balls that would jump off of built like buildings and car garage <laughs> car garage oh you know like you know they were searching somebody or whatever or the guy was playing with the ball and the ball went over a mm. wall and the wall was you know 20 30 feet in the air and the dog just leaped right over it. so um you never train a dog fly, with a ball. Boy, always do it with a rope mm. so a rope doesn't doesn't bounce <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know wow. good to know good to know. You know, know but yeah uh, i would not send my wife in a clear building i got you um <laughs> that's in cj in send me in there we go uh a mannequin that'd be my ideal companion yeah. <laughs> one that looks at me no, that it freaked me out when i saw that head move today and i realized that i had i had really seen it um yeah i don't know like i'm not a big animal person I, i'm not um i mean obviously a human companion that'd be nice um uh i don't know that i just no soul so I think I think I think if I had to pick somebody, it would be while I love my wife and I would want her to survive. I think I would rather it be a friend, because I would not want to be put in a situation where I've got to decide: is she going? You know, am I going to have to put her down? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, true. No, if, she, if, she's, if she's been infected, like I don't, it's I don't, true. I don't want to make that decision. So I think I want to be a a, a friend, uh, and so um, just just because there's so many situations where I go. I want to be able to send you over there and me not be worried the whole time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I need to be able to do what I need to do without worry that you're going to be whatever. Wasn't there a similar relationship or a similar scenario like that with a loved one in The Walking Dead? Where, and and I didn't watch many of the seasons. Um, My kids started getting old enough to where they, when they would hear it, they would, they would walk out of their rooms and try to catch glimpses of it. (laughs) So we had to stop watching it. But, um, I remember like one or two seasons in, there was a it's a good show. There was a relative that like they had to like chain up. Yeah, because oh, yeah, there was, there was there was there was several situations yeah. like that. Um, I mean the the yeah the governor he, he kept his either his wife or his kid's head <laughs> and uh, that was like still alive and he couldn't he, whatever you know and um, there was there were several situations well, I don't like that. that but <laughs> there was I don't remember that one, but. Uh, he had a whole wall of them. And I think one of them was his. Oh, that's, maybe, weird. that's weird. But there's several situations like that. You're yeah, right. No, you're. Yeah, I can. I can see where that could be a problem. You know, my brother always says like, if this, if this is zombie apocalypse, don't you bring your kids around here? Like, I will. I'm, I'm not. I'm not putting up with them. They make a noise. Like, I'm gonna put them. As, okay, Logan. Thank you. You go that way. <laughs> Y'all I'll are come going this first. Way. Y'all um, are going. I would take his pet deer. Pet deer. But <laughs> I, mean, I think. I think having a companionship and a friend, I would still care. You know, I still would know. But but there, I, I can think of a number of situations where I'd go. I do not want to have to put you in there, and, yeah. and so no, you're right. Um, but I couldn't imagine. So then that means dog. that your wife didn't make it. She didn't make it. She didn't make it. Yes, it's not like I was like, uh, you go over there, and I'm gonna come over here. No, she. 
she survived. So did she, she survived somewhere else. She survived somewhere else. But or did, but or did she no, turn? She, no, she survived somewhere else, and I am trapped on the island. We're not turning Carrie <laughs> into a, a, a zombie or a zombie vampire or yeah. any combination thereof. All right, uh, next question. I think John's got this one on lock too. Uh, mode of transportation. Uh, definitely a red Mustang. <laughs> no, and I think a horrible idea. No, it was so cool. It was so loud too. <laughs> it may have been cool too. So American. Um, gosh, man, I remember looking at that scene as a kid, and I was like, I want that when I'm older. I, I still I, don't I, have a V8 though. So I, I thought it was odd that it was like it was it was very clean for like you know. Oh, it was so clean. The the, the it world was a car came commercial. to an end. Yeah. The whole place looks like a mess, and you have this like spotless waxed. Ford Mustang just driving through. Oh the gosh, it's a beautiful scene. It made everyone want to buy a Mustang. The well, if you only day. drove it during the day, you wouldn't have. You know, you could maybe have a little more control over. I guess. I wonder how much money Ford paid. <laughs> it was all Ford. Yeah, he, yeah. He, drove, he drove a he drove the Mustang and then he drove an Expedition. Yeah, and uh, trying to sell. Maybe it was it a Ford dealership me, nearby where he was like, at. Yeah, he would just yeah. that was it. Just go in and collect it. Uh, so so Mustang. Um. I mean, out of the two that he had, I would pick the Expedition. I yeah. definitely wouldn't pick. Oh Mustang. come on, dude! Why not? Mustang's not practical, dude. It's so practical because if you have to get away fast, you throw it in. You know, You've clearly never driven an Expedition. The expeditions <laughs> are fast. They are fast. Top they're, heavy, and they are flip over. They and are then, fast enough. Didn't the 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 Ford Expedition flip over in the movie? And no, then cause, he, no, because she drove. She she had drove it at the end, right? Or did she find another one? I don't remember. I don't remember she was that. driving some sort of SUV at the end. Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember if they did flip it or not, but. Um, yeah, I would I would definitely go with the SUV. Or with all the National Guard that was there, oh. I would pick a Humvee or something. Yeah. that's a little bit more armored than, yeah. than the Mustang. But see, I was thinking like a um, uh, bank yeah, transport that. truck. You know, yeah. trick that thing out, put some. Yeah, put some, absolutely. You know, and just. Uh, see, I'd rather go with that than a National Guard vehicle because by being in the military, oh, uh, you know, I know that gonna there, break, yeah, there's going to be work. all sorts of issues. And <laughs> no, no yeah. nothing, nothing but the finest for our armed services. Yeah, so. well, that's what you would think. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It depends on which branch. If there's Air Force. Well, that's why there's so many jobs because people have to keep on fixing the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, so we're we're – in Manhattan, we found that there is actually several people. We're not going to do it by ourselves now. What skills do you bring to the table to help with the rebuilding of society, with the finding of the cure, with those things? What skills do you guys bring to the table? Well, uh, I play a guitar, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess moral I'm, support, morale, <laughs> raising morale. I bring the, the arts. I bring the sway arts. the zombies. <laughs> I, I'm a bard. I'm just a lowly bard here to to awesome. strum a few tunes. You, you start playing and you like mesmerize the zombies <laughs> like, like a snake. I can lead everyone in worship, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, <laughs> which I was. I just finished a book called X Heroes. I watched. I, I read it a long time ago, um, but. Uh, it's it's basically it's a zombie with that has superheroes and there's a zombie superhero that they call the puppet master who just can like they think that all these zombies have gotten smart but he's just controlling all of them at the same time and making them do stuff and so it's kind of like that nice. they all start talking at the, the zombies start talking at the same time and then they storm and yeah it was yeah it was pretty nice. creepy um I would I would definitely be the builder and the engineer on things um one of the things that I like in in any doomsday movie is a good like fortress a good you know good shelter um I, I liked what they did in this movie you know where he had all the windows that would you know barricade yeah yeah, yeah yeah yep. that was cool um you know that i think they thought that out very well so yeah. that that's, that's what you'd be doing oh yeah because you know how to build oh, yeah. stuff i would be i would be yeah i would definitely be making sure that thing was tight all right uh skills i have no skills i have no skills uh, i'll pray for you um <laughs> you can tell them about jesus you might save some zombies 
Um, I think if you know if if we had, I mean, I've watched enough survival shows. I could probably do something to help with something. But I'm thinking, <laughs> um, you know, setting up CCTV and things like that. I've got yeah. experience there. Um, or just even communications. Yeah, you could set up a podcast. Yeah, for the zombies. I watched enough ninja movies that I know <laughs> I've got ninja moves. Uh, could definitely <laughs> do that. Um, I would be the uh, well. No, here I I uh, I thoroughly enjoy puzzles and thinking through things, and so helping organize and strategize and things like That's that. True. Like I, I I'm pretty good at that. At you know, escape rooms and all right, let's get all the puzzles out. Let's think through all these pieces. Um, probably that. See, all right. See, that would be my concern because like I'm not organized at all. Yeah. <laughs> so and so I'd be like, where's my gun? Where's my? I know I put it here. And I'd be yelling at the mannequin, going like, do you do you know my gun? <laughs> so. Uh, I have weird dreams. I, I, I do. Oh, um, yeah, we know. Uh, <laughs> and one of my favorite dreams that I've ever had was a zombie dream. Uh, and in it, like, I see that the zombie apocalypse is is happening. And my mom calls, and she's like, Hello, uh, there's somebody that looks like they're in trouble outside. I think I'm going to go out there and check on them. And I'm like, No, stay in the house. Don't go and check on them. And you had to shoot uh, your grandma? Well, no, so, I didn't have to shoot my grandma. I didn't do that one. That was another dream. That was terrifying. But it wasn't my, it wasn't oh my, my grandma. Gosh. But like, but but Charlie was actually turning into a zombie. Like, as a baby. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Oh, yeah. that would that yeah, crush me. That would be awful. I'd but, wake up on that. <laughs> so, so, uh, well, actually, anyways, I won't go into that. But anyway, so so I get to the house. I'm like, don't move. And I get there. And, and I've kept my weapon in a Burger King bag. It's in a Whopper wrapper. And I pull it out. And it's a pair of binoculars. And I would put it, put the binoculars up to my <laughs> eyes. And I would look out. And when I would see a zombie, I would blink. And it would shoot it. And that was how, that was nice. how I was killing zombies. <laughs> nice. So, uh, You're like an a, imagination of a, a three-year-old. Right <laughs> a whole lot of random. It, it well, I, woke up, I woke up. I'm like, I got to write this down. Like, this is good stuff. This is really good stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right. Last, uh, last question. We're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to flip the table here. Uh, you are the alpha zombie. Okay. You're okay. the alpha zombie. Right. Alpha zematocyte or whatever. Alpha, uh, night seeker. I'm always the alpha. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. This okay, is going to be an easy one. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> what would you have done to try and capture Robert Neville? Hmm. What, what trap are you setting up? Like, how are you... I mean, take into account that he's done a good job of, of protecting himself at night and setting himself up that way, and so you wouldn't know. I saw the movie. I know where he's at. Like, what are you doing to try and catch him? Uh, I, I think that the the alpha leading his whole pack was way too loud. Mm. Like, Will Smith always knew when they were coming. Right. So all you got to do is use some uh, sneaking skills, man. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, you just got to be a little <laughs> sneaky and... and and the alpha, you know, he was just trying to show his dominance by being by being loud, and that's just not how you dominate in the wild. You know, you got to be like a lion and prowl up on your on your target. And so, you. you know, like I, if I was the alpha, I would uh, try to sneak my way into eating Will Smith or whatever they do with Will Smith. Mm. Yeah. Okay, turning him into one of us. Okay. You know, I don't know. Um, so I think that it's kind of weird that all they cared about was the human. Um, you know, there was like wild deer running around. I'm not quite sure why they weren't trying to feast on them. Well, I mean, I guess I think they did, right? Because in the yeah, there was one. There was one in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, I mean, that was probably the one that ran in there, right? Because didn't that yeah, run yeah, in? it did run in yeah. there. Yeah, and yeah, they and then they yeah. ate it. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, maybe they didn't know that he existed hmm. until the end there, and so and then at the end, uh, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, they set up a trap. That's crazy that these things set up a trap. Well, it was the same trap that got the alpha female. 
It was that it was that snare trap that they yeah. used to yeah, catch still, the Applebee's. They so they learned that. They, yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. So they learned that from him. Yes. Oh well, then there's not much right. that he could have done until he would have done something because. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just know. thinking. You know, yeah, I could. I, I can't. I can't think of how I'd be. I'm thinking. You know, if I can find a tennis ball and like, you know, yeah. let's, let's lure the dog lure the dog in, in yeah. and then, you know, <laughs> lure him in, and then and then we're then we'll... or you can just throw it off the bridge and. Bye bye to the dog. Did any of you guys play into the the Fallout games, Fallout Four? Oh like my that? gosh, Fallout's my favorite game of all time. So, we should do podcasts on it. <laughs> so we, we definitely should. We definitely should. But there's that song. The there's that song on the radio about the uh, he's whacking and smacking and hacking and chopping yeah, yeah. that meat. I'm yeah, like, is that a, is this a real song? Did y'all write this song? But it's made about people eating people. And so nice. I, I, I what, picture that's what the, the the song's about. Yeah. What? And so I think it is. That's how I mean. I heard that on repeat. On I that it was like a metaphor for love. So, but like I, always, I, I picture, I picture zombies like listening to this. Like he's whacking and smacking and, ch- dancing, and, and dancing while they're eating. Yeah, you know, people <laughs> chomping that meat. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> maybe I always assumed that's what he was talking about because I'm that's listening to it while the zombies to. are chasing me. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's yeah. why. I don't know. I don't uh, know. You know, I don't know why they never thought of like covering themselves so that they could go out there and you know during the daytime. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it depends too on what about the sun. You know yeah. what I mean? What about the? I mean, because it's vitamin D. Because you know, in, in the Blade you movies, you just had to put juice. on sunscreen and you're good to go. Like you were, you could, you could come out. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happens when it wears off? Doesn't it like wear off of like? I wonder how long it took before the like the vampires actually realized. Yeah, this is all I had to do. Oh, sunscreen. Put, that's put it. Sunscreen on. Um, but uh, so I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what, but but yeah, put on just a hoodie. Just put on a hood. Maybe. The mannequins were actually Dude, zombies. That's that why we had, like, had put the stuff on them. Ah, there you go. And it was like, and they were studying the whole time. They were just sitting the whole time, just watching, just watching them. And then they learned. Doing, so yeah, these things were freaking intelligent, them. man. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah, if you want to see intelligent uh, zombies, you should watch the uh, the Omega Man uh, movie with Charlton Heston. They're very smart <laughs> up there. Oh my gosh. Yo, Charlton Heston. Yeah. <laughs> how come? How come the Alpha? Is like the only one that displays emotions, and all the other ones are just retarded and looks at them. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, know. They I mean, don't. They're not in love either. What? Maybe they're, they are. Maybe they. Maybe they support him. Maybe he's. Maybe he gave this impassioned zombie plea. Like, <laughs> like sh- they took her. We got to go get when her. You really and think like, about it, though. Yeah, yeah. let's go. It's yeah. it's kind of like kind of dumb when you really think about it. Well, I guess it, I guess it's similar to. Um, uh, Army of the Dead that just came out on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen that one or not. Um, but there, there's a there's a there's one zombie that's the alpha there that was smarter that was able that was that was so it's the only smart one. Yes, all the other and, ones are and they all done. just follow. They would all just Got follow. It. So uh, and there and he had he had a queen. He had a queen. So um, so maybe it was similar to that. Maybe gotcha. it was similar to that. Gotcha. Um, well, you know, also they're they're still human, and so for them to you know have some sort of pecking order, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, they wouldn't just be straight up. Like, I mean, he makes, you know, he makes a comment in the movie that, like, all human, you know, function or whatever is is, is gone at this point. But he was wrong, clearly. Right. But, like, the fact that they're still human. You yeah, know, and they have, like, a hierarchy. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. I mean, which is pretty normal. I mean, there's there's leaders and there's followers. It's so. like any animal, though, when you really look yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Mm. Yeah. Sure. And was there a little bit of uh, hinting going on during the opening scene when he was hunting the deer and the female lion attacks his deer mm. and then the male lion comes walking up slowly. So maybe they were kind of showing some... Maybe. You know, 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they were kind of hinting towards the idea that this is what's going to happen to you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this could, is be. Gonna die. could be. Could be. Could <laughs> be. Um, listen, I, I enjoyed I Am Legend. You know, I, I would I would watch it. It's not one of like I'm going to watch like you know Saturday night, whatever. You know, it's not it's not your Die Hard that when it's on you're going to watch it. But but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, I it. I enjoyed it too. Um, and uh, it was definitely it's definitely different different than your typical zombie movie. So it was uh, yep. it was enjoyable. Well, guys, any last thoughts before we wrap this up? No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, I think I'm good. Uh, um, what's up? What would be your favorite post apocalyptic movie? Ooh, favorite post apocalyptic movie. Oh man, um, Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> how about how about in the last twenty years? The last twenty years. Sorry, John. Um, oh, I got you. Okay, I can do one from the sixties. <laughs> and that's tough because I'm because because I'm, I'm I'm immediately branching them into like in in, in the subgenres. You yes, know what I mean? And yes. so okay. So what's uh, your favorite genre of? So well, so I'm, I'm like I'm thinking like like uh, 28 days later. Later, mm-hmm. you know, fantastic, fantastic. Or do you like that? He, the fact that he just wakes up and like yes, on the crap. Yeah, well, and, yeah, and 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 he's got to figure it out, and it's yeah. very minimalistic. You know, I I, I enjoyed that one. Um, uh, I mean, I liked World War. I would say if you ask me, book. Hands down, World War Z. That's, World War Z. That's what the movie's great. The movie's great. Thoroughly enjoyed the I movie. Love that movie. The book is hailed as one of the best audiobooks that's ever been made because it's a full yeah. star-studded cast. Um, and it's um it's more like journalistic. It's okay. more journalistic. And so like um so uh it's it's just through the eyes of what else is going on. I think they're they're doing it. So um so I would say um you know, book it would it would be that uh, TV show. I think The Walking Dead is a fan. I mean, yeah, Walking Dead good. is just so rich it w- with it, storytelling. It was uh, okay. It was really good until s- after season six. Season six. Then it got really repetitive. For me, it does. It's it's in these waves. It's in these waves where I'll, I'll hit a low point and be like, "Golly, just just push through." But I mean, we're on the last season, so I'll, I'll be able to make it to the end. But um, uh, it's still going on. This is the last season. Either it's, the last season it's ridiculous. Wrapped. That's crazy. Um, but, but that show does do something that a lot of people that love love this genre it it it, it gives them something that movies can't, which yeah. is this longer storyline. You know, like I don't know how yeah. many movies I've gotten into where I'm like, man, I'm yeah, sure I was like I am Legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. I hate that it ended that quick. Yeah. You it's know, true, or that there's no closure. That's so. why Game of Thrones is such a good show. Yeah, I mean, so so post apocalyptic. You also have you know movies like Mad Max, Fury yeah. Road. Yeah. Fury Road was fantastic. Mad Max Two was fantastic. So like, there's 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 yeah. so many post apocalyptic. I think just the idea of the, the what I love about post apocalyptic movies, TV shows, everything, is it it strips away all this stuff and says, here's where the real problem lies. It's with people. Yeah, it's not with stuff. It's not with disease. Yeah, it's not with any of those things. True, it's just people yeah. and dealing with people so but i would say my favorite's definitely Waterworld. no i'm kidding it's not Waterworld. world <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 that's funny um <laughs> it's got to be funny i mean it, it was it wasn't a horrible movie yes yes the original it, wasn't a, it wasn't a horrible movie it wasn't a horrible movie um see i wouldn't consider planet of the eight was post-apocalyptic oh it totally is it's it's sci-fi, but I don't know. It's necessarily because there's not an apocalypse that happened necessarily. Yeah. I guess that, there was that there virus. Is. There was now, a virus. There's a virus. Now, do you like, you know, do you like movies that like happen? Like the apocalypse happens because of a natural event, or could it? Does it? Or because because like me, I don't really like movies that like aliens come. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'll watch it, but but a good post-apocalyptic movie is like 
we screwed up. Yeah. The world has ended because of something that we did. It's, it's you know, natural. It's more realistic. And then you yeah. know, now we're having to pick up the pieces. Like I enjoy those kind of yeah, movies. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, that makes Whether it interesting because I think you can relate to it because it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, this yeah. could actually happen. Yeah, virus, yeah. nuclear war, something along those lines. Um, you know, as much as Terminator is one of my favorite movies, you know, I don't, I don't know if Skynet's going to actually happen. But <laughs> Skynet's um, here. It's called <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> it's <laughs> <been> around. <laughs> no, Amazon. Metaverse, get it right. Metaverse. <laughs> they all combine. Uh, um, I liked Book of Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that yeah, was a yeah, really yeah. good one. I, you know, that was... Like, that had a lot of religious roots to it. Yeah, it was... Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It does. <laughs> I mean, he's a walking King James Bible, but uh, <laughs> um, that was pretty cool because it shows a lot of survival. It shows, and it looks he's, like... He's trying to do it on his own. Right. And then he needs the girl's help, mm-hmm. you know. And then there's some closure there, too, because, I mean, he, he, he dies and... I mean, I hate spoiling the movie for people, but I mean, again, these movies have out. come out over it's a decade. And there's yeah, some, if you haven't yeah. seen it, <laughs> but um, you know, um, that's a good movie for me. Like, but see, for me, like I, I, I love, like I love them all. I love them all. Like yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about stupid B movies that I'm like, I'll watch that. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Like Turbo Kid Sharknado. or whatever. Did you, see, did you see Turbo Kid? I haven't seen Turbo. It Kid. was like Mad Max, but with like BMX bikes and like like kids. <laughs> like it was. Pastor Kyle would love that. It, he would. It, it was just. You know, it, it was not good, but I'll let, throw that on. Watch let's it, let's, let's go. Let's watch it. Um, uh, another one that came out recently that I thought was a, a unique take on the post-apocalyptic genre was Into the Night. And it was uh, something happens with the sun, and if the sun touches living things, it kills it. Wow. And so in the first season, they're in this plane flying into the horizon trying to stay in the dark because if the sun catches them, they'll die. And they've got to refuel and stuff. Uh, so it was, it was pretty good. That was on Netflix. It's a... Uh, I think it's a French show, but they've got subtitles. But, um, but again, you get partway in, and it's no longer the disaster; it's people yeah. like that. And everyone, you get so far in, you go, "Well, it really isn't the fact that there's no water; uh, is that the people here are jerks? Like that's what the deal is, yeah. um, or whatever the situation may be." But, uh, but yes, post-apocalyptic. I, I just I enjoy the genre. Yeah, I guess maybe yeah. it's comfortable because I know like Jesus is coming back. You know, yeah, so yeah, like I don't, yeah. I don't. I, don't, I, I thought this is. I out. thought that's what the scripture was gonna. Uh, the whole you know biblical side of this. The devil rise again. Gonna come, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever seen? And this isn't. I guess it's post-apocalyptic, but um, there's a movie on Netflix called Time Trap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It now, has aliens too, doesn't it? It does have aliens. Um, at the end. Yeah, but um, you know, for a low-budget film. I think it's an amazing concept. Yep. It was yeah. an amazing concept. And um, so it, that's actually one of my favorite movies watched that I've watched recently in the last, you know, five years. If I'm remembering correctly, I felt crushed at the end of that. Like, like they're trying to get out, and then it, it, I remember, I think I remember feeling like, that's what, is that the one where the, the kid's on the rope and he falls down? Yeah, and they go in the cave. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And it, but, like, every minute in the cave is, like, years yes. outside. Oh like, it's such a great concept of a movie because every time they come out, like, the whole... The whole world has changed. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. Now that is, that is, it was an interesting one. I did like that one. I did. Well, cool. Well, very nice. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to the show and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll be back soon with another episode. So see you guys.